In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Happy Easter. Easter. What a glorious day. The day in which our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has conquered sin and death, has risen from the tomb, and has given us new life. This morning we had the outdoor mass. It was so beautiful. All of creation participating in this reality of God restoring what had been lost through his son who was willing to pay the price for you and for me, who was willing to go the distance, who was willing to give of himself to the last drop of his blood so that we could receive from him mercy, forgiveness, and new life, be created anew. This is the the feast of the church. Not just today, every time we come to Mass on Sunday, the church every Sunday is celebrating the resurrection. Throughout the whole year, all 52 Sundays of the year are resurrection. I don't know if you noticed, even during Lent, the 40 days of Lent, Sundays are not included. On Sunday, it is always the celebration, even during Lent, of the resurrection of our Lord. Because this is the meaning and the sense what gives sense to all of our faith. Jesus Christ has conquered death and given us new life. My brothers and sisters, it's not enough to rejoice in the fact that he has done so. It's not enough. Jesus rose. But Jesus, as the Son of God, as the Word in his divinity... He didn't need to become man. He didn't need to suffer. He didn't need to do this, to rise for himself. The word became flesh. Actually, I almost put on today the Christmas garment, the one in we have the the birth of Jesus, because it's all the same mystery. Jesus is the word who became flesh. He took our humanity upon himself so that he could restore what was lost and give us new life, create us anew. This is a marvelous gift. He didn't have to do it for himself. He did it for us. Jesus took our flesh and blood, our humanity. He took it to himself. And then he suffered in it what we deserve to suffer. The chastisement that was ours, he took upon himself. The death on the cross should have been me and you. And yet, he took our place in order to restore us, to free us from the sin, from death. And thus, when he rises today, he's lifting our humanity up out of the death of sin to new life with the Father. This is the mystery of our faith. This is the gift of our God. This is the undeserved grace that he gives us in his love and his mercy. It's ineffable. It's awesome. It's a reality that we need to meditate on and and recognize every day of our lives. But as I said, it's not enough to admire that he has done it. Because he is the head, but we are the body. We are called in the church to be 
the body of Christ. And the head does not want to rise without the body. He wants the body to rise with him. He came to restore us so that we would go to the house of the Father, so that we would rise from the death of sin into the newness of life. This is what we should pay attention to because it's through the sacraments, through grace, that we partake here and now of the resurrection of Jesus. In this Mass, we are going to have the reception into the faith of Amanda and then the confirmation of her and three or four others who are going to be confirmed and receive this sacrament of the Holy Spirit and then their communion. These sacraments which for all of us, last night we had baptisms and confirmations and communion, it's through the sacraments that we, here and now, partake of the resurrection of Jesus Christ as his body, the church. When we were baptized, we were cleansed of our sins and became temple of God. And thus, when we died with him through the waters of baptism, we rose with him to new life. And then the Holy Spirit comes to us in confirmation to strengthen us so we can go forth and bear witness of Jesus Christ to the world. In the Holy Eucharist that we're going to receive right now, right here, the very Son of God who died and rose and is at the right hand of the Father is going to be present for you and me so that we can be in communion with him, receive his body, blood, soul, and divinity. And he can nourish us and strengthen us so that we can go forth to do his will. Holy matrimony, this sacrament in which God blesses the couple so that united to him, they can share his image to the world. Holy orders, in which God gives ministers to the church so that through them the sacraments can be administered to this people and they can live in the grace of God. The anointing of the sick in preparation for our final destiny. All of the sacraments <clears throat> are there for us so that we can live as resurrected people. In the grace of God. You see, grace is our participation as the body of Christ in the resurrection of the head, the resurrection of Christ. And so if you are in grace right now, then you are rising with him to new life. But if we are dead because of sin, and then we see him rising, but not fully, because one of the members of the body is dead. Even perhaps right now, right here in the church, myself or you or someone could be in grave mortal sin. And so the resurrection is something they're admiring from afar. When Christ wants all of us to participate in it by rising with him from death, the death of sin, to new life, to live with him in grace. And as we live in grace, we live in the resurrection. And as St. Augustine said, we are resurrected people, and hallelujah is our song. My invitation, that's why the other seventh sacrament is so important. The one I didn't mention in the first six that I just talked about. Because the sacrament of confession gives us the opportunity, if we've only committed venial sins 
or imperfections, it increases God's grace in us. Those sins are also forgiven right now in the Mass as Jesus offers his sacrifice for us. But if we are ever in mortal sin, then it's the sacrament of confession which brings us back from death to life, which makes us be outside the resurrection and brings us back into the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Christ wants our souls to be filled with his grace so that we live as resurrected people, as members of the body of Christ, here on earth, so that one day we'll be reunited with him there in heaven at the right hand of the Father. And so, if you fall, no, sorry, that's not the right way to say it. When we fall, because we're going to fall. We're going to sin. We make mistakes. No one can say, I'm perfect and everything's fine. No. Presumption. There you go. Pride. Be careful. Right? That's a sin. No. When we fall, and we will, and we have, and we will again, and again, and again, and again, he doesn't want us to stay in despair, in anguish, sad and distraught, downtrodden and lost. No, he gave us a sacrament called confession in order to lift us back up, like the prodigal son, like the adulterous woman, like everyone who comes to him in the scriptures. So he can say, your faith has healed you, I forgive you, come back, go, come back to the house, put on the garment of your baptism once again, rejoice, with me, you are my son, my daughter. I love you. I gave my life for you. I rose for you. I want you to live risen with me. This is the resurrection. My brothers and sisters, when we fall, we need to get back up. We need to trust in the Lord who has risen from the dead and say, I want to participate now in your resurrection. I want the whole body of Christ to be united to the head for the glory of the Father. And not just the church, not even just the Christian communities who are separated from the fullness of the church, not even just the chosen people of the Jews, no, the pagans and the whole world. Christ became man for all of humanity so that all men and women could be saved by him. Paul writes to Timothy, the will of the Father is that all people be saved. And so he took on our humanity to save humanity from death, the death of sin, and give us new life in the resurrection, which we will share after we die by the grace of God, but which we should share right now by living in the grace of God. And so when we fall, never hesitate to come back to the resurrection, to come back to life. Don't stay dead. Let the risen Lord rise in you. This is what we need to do. Because the resurrection is not complete and will not be complete until all the members of the body of Christ are one with him in eternal life.
And that starts here through his grace. My brothers and sisters, we should celebrate this with joy. The resurrection is a joyful day. It's a day of recognition. God has done this for me so that I could be in communion with him, so that I could be one with him. And no matter how weak I've been or will be, he will always be there for me so that I can come to him and find in him new life, eternal life. Don't despair. Don't be afraid. Always say, God, I love you, and I want to be with you and come back to you again and again and again and again. That's the reason to say, Happy Easter. And so, let's say it with joy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat>